Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Rats, Rays, and BS. First off, we'd like to start off by uh, thanking Amigos and ne- Youngboy Never Broke Again or NBA Youngboy, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. So, you know, I got my partner on here, Mr. Jeffrey Gaston. What's going on, America? Glad to be giving you another episode this week. Yeah, man. Feel good this week. Got some good stuff for you. Yeah. So. Let's go ahead and start off um, over this past week. Uh, the Patriots signed Cam Newton to a, a one-year deal. And, uh, you know, I, I know that's like – that's been a topic of sports. It seemed like all week ever since it happened. Right. And I know, you know, undisputed. It you know, like that's all they've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they've been going in. Yeah, so um, when it happened, like, what were your thoughts about uh, – what were your thoughts about it? Um, I was actually kind of surprised. I, I kind of looked at my news feeds on uh, Facebook and Instagram and a lot of it were, you know, people were saying they weren't surprised or, you know, they knew this was going to happen. I Honestly, I really didn't think he was going to get signed by anybody, mainly because of his um, injury history. I mean, I'm glad he did get picked up as a black quarterback. Um, do I wish that it actually wasn't with the Patriots? Kinda, but I don't, I never, I really never rooted for Cam anyway because he played for the Panthers. But I was, I was definitely surprised because, you know, he's, he's damaged goods. He's definitely, you know, he's a former league MVP, he's a heck of an athlete. I mean, he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah. Um, he just, you know, last, really um, four years, he really he just hasn't been healthy, hasn't had a true opportunity to really show what he can do because of his health. So it it definitely shocked me to a degree. Um, but I will say this about it. I, I think New England could be the perfect place for him as long as Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels are going to be patient with him. Yeah. Um, and, give him patient in what aspect? A patient in the aspect of um, making sure he's healthy, number one, and, and allowing him to truly adapt to a different offense and hoping that they will – Use Cam to his strengths and not to yeah whatever they're whatever they're used to running. I, I do get that, but just what I've learned over the years watching sports, especially football, you don't uh, pro, pros or uh, college, you don't make a player adjust to a, a quarterback specifically. They shouldn't adjust to what you call. You need to be able to adjust to their strengths, see University of Georgia and Justin Fields. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think in that regard, I, I hope they're truly patient with him. And I mean, honestly, I do want to see him ball out because I want to see him get another another long-term deal. Yeah. 
Um, I really, really do, and that, and that's just as a sports fan, a football fan. Even though I was never a fan of Cam, I, I have to root for him in that regard. Especially going to a place like New England, where you've had, you know where Tom Brady has been on this pedestal and rightfully so to to come behind him can be somewhat difficult and so it's just like hopefully and that's the thing does he have to prove himself in this one year he does and I but I do think he'll beat out um whatever the whatever quarterback Jared Stidham yeah I, I do think he will beat him out as long as he's healthy because uh, I didn't think Jared Stidham was that good at all himself. Yeah. Um. So I I I like the signing, and it's not like New England had to give up an arm and a leg to pick him up because the market had dried up. And you know, <clears throat> I know this is kind of another conversation too. I I wish he didn't have to sign such an incentive laden deal. Oh my god! Um, yeah. But I get it. You know, I get it. You know, it's it's how business goes and. When you're not a quote unquote hot commodity, they can sign you for whatever they want to, pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I think, I think he's in a really good situation because, I mean, outside of it just being New England, the division is garbage. So, well, outside of Buffalo, um, I, I think Buffalo does have a chance to win the division, but I think as long as Cam is healthy. I think New England wins it, um, and possibly fairly easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you basically covered everything, man. Let's go. Let's go ahead. Go to the next time. No, just... <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'd say like the first thing I was very shocked that it happened, uh, mainly because of how late it is. Like, you know, generally. You know, if everything was the way it was, then we'll be getting ready to go into what OTAs, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was very late in the game that it happened. I don't know right. if they had like a change of heart on Jared Stidham or what, but right. or was Cam asking for too much at one point and he finally paid down to a certain amount? I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think about that yet. Yeah, but um, yeah. And uh, you know, my, I I don't know if it fit myself. But yeah. I, you know that's a lot to because it's a lot of dynamics with that. Because Tom Brady been there forever, and right. <laughs> you know that offense that way, so you can't really imagine they'll be in a way different. So you never, you don't know, you just don't know what it's gonna be like. Yeah. <clears throat> that being said, I'm glad he had the opportunity. Um, you know, like the biggest thing with him, uh, like you said, is injury. And thing like that, and I think that what drove his market down. Other, like you know, let's say if he had been healthy, at least been healthy this season, I think, I think he would have been one of the first players to sign. It would have been no measly deal. And like you said, I don't like what's going on, like between him and Jameis. Like, there's no other way in the world Jameis Winston should be making one million dollars for a base salary this year. Yeah, back up or otherwise, and the Dolphins making five. And you trying to tell me? You trying to you trying to tell me? Uh, excuse me. And the Dolphins can make up to seven point five. Yes. And you mean you mean telling me you think Andy Dalton is better than James Winston? 
Yeah. You mean to tell me Andy Dalton is just as, as good as Cam Newton? Not at all. This dude was a former. <laughs> not even close. Well, yeah, this dude was a former MVP, man. And you he, he the last one get signed, basically signed for crap, just to give him an opportunity. I, I just find that wow, man. Yeah, and it's not like it'd be. I guess it'd be slightly different if you told me that Cam Newton was coming off of an injury. Yeah, and he was like forty, and he was like forty years old. Yeah, like you know, if you told me he was near the end of his career, then I could truly understand it better. But he's thirty, what thirty one? Yeah. See, and and that's the thing that goes to show you, like, if you injure like that, you shouldn't really put yourself out there, especially with the style of play he does. He should have, he should just took his time and, and recoup those injuries because now he's dealing with, you know, he's not getting the payday that he once was, and it becomes like the stigma about him that he's injury prone and you know stuff like that. So I, I, I just don't know, you know, like I like I've always said, his biggest problem is accuracy. By far, yeah, yeah, by far. Yeah. Other skills that you know, it, it, they are impeccable. They, they are, and I, I, I definitely can't, you know, can't disagree with that. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you definitely yeah. hit the nail on the head with his, uh, his inaccuracy, or you know, he's not consistently accurate. Yeah. My thing, I just think. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I, I said like you know, I, I, and love dynamic that I just. I find my hard to wrap my head around that him and Bill Belichick gonna be in the same room together. Like, Ooh, could, you yeah. could you imagine? Yeah, they gonna walk into the locker room wearing the little scarves and shit, all that crap you be wearing. How Bill Belichick just looking at them? <laughs> yeah, could you Cameron imagine wearing a wearing a wearing a scarf on his head and Bill Belichick got his cut off hoodie? He <laughs> <laughs> just stand there, you talking? <laughs> But you know what? I what is kind of weird, you know. I, I you know they say opposites attract. I don't know if I would necessarily call them opposites, but uh, I, would I would definitely polar opposites. I mean, I mean, definitely to a degree. Yeah. But I, but I think what could possibly work is I gotta, I gotta give Cam Newton this, you know. And I know we we've spoke on you know arrogance and cockiness and things like that before. Cam Newton does not lack confidence in himself. Oh, you definitely don't. You know, and I, I think, you know, and we have this potential scumbag list that we're going to come up with. Oh, yeah. Bill Belichick is definitely a scumbag, but he's actually one scumbag that I can appreciate. I agree. That's, that's why he don't make my list. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll get there. <laughs> but he ain't reached come back one hundred yet. To me, he's come back one fifty. But he, he, okay, <laughs> he's he's not your top one hundred. Uh, I guess. <laughs> but, but um, I I just think the fact that Belichick, he knows what his ex- expectations are, um, and Cam Newton will have to definitely understand that. But I think Cam Newton, he's been in the league long enough to understand what true expectations are because he's been to the Super Bowl. You know, he didn't win, but it's hard to get there. But when you have a player with his skill set who, you know, I I know he needs to work on his accuracy. And I think Cam Newton is who he is as far as throwing the quarterback, as, as throwing the ball. Yeah. As a quarterback. But I think if he can 
possibly make some tweaks where he can get his completion percentage up or work on his um, short game with passing the ball. Work, just improve mechanics. It. That's the problem. Yeah, mechanics. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It does. It definitely comes to mechanics. So I think, but I think with a old coordinator like Josh McDaniels, I think that can help him. Yeah. So you know, it's like I think if. Belichick lays the groundwork as far as this is what I, I need X, Y, and Z from you. And then if McDaniels can say I need E, F, G from you, you know, you put those things together, I really think it can work. And the thing about it, I, I and I'm and I'm going to just take it there. I don't ever want to root for New England. I don't. But I'll be damned. <laughs> I want Belichick I want Belichick to get a ring before Brady. I just I, me do. too. Me too. Because I've been, I've, I've always felt like it was more uh, Belichick. Exactly. So those defenses won those championships, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And and so I just, so I'm not rooting for New England. Like I'm not on here saying that I'm a, I'm going to be a New England fan. But if it comes down to uh, New England and Tampa Bay in the playoffs, and God forbid they meet in the Super Bowl because I don't want to see Tampa go and go to the Super Bowl because that means the Falcons ain't gonna be there because or <laughs> even win the division. But I'm 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 going with New England all day, and I've I've always liked Belichick. I've always thought he was a, a great coach. So I just think if they can work together, and as long as Cam does not act diva ish. Or at least let it show. Mm-hmm. I think I think he'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, th- I think overall, I think he'll be okay. Because, yeah. Because, you know, most of the time his diva stuff is really a press conference to me. I was about to say this is press. Yeah. Right. That, that's yeah. True. And I think I think the media has just. Completely overblown it over the and I and I really didn't think about it then, but the media really did like villainize Cam Newton when he was quote unquote on top or when he was successful, and it was like yeah, you know, I I just it's like why did it have to be him? It's like we've seen white quarterbacks act much worse. Tom Brady, see. See Tom Brady, see Aaron Rodgers. Oh my gosh, yes. Aaron Rodgers is one of the worst. And I get it. Aaron Rodgers is supremely talented. He's the, you know, he he was the best quarterback in the game for a long time, at least to me. You know, and obviously he has a Super Bowl win, but it's like they didn't demonize Aaron Rodgers the way they did Cam Newton. Yeah. Especially after they lost in the Super right, Bowl. Right. And it's and it's like it just seemed like they kept piling on with Cam Newton. And I was like, dang, it really is bad. And it's just like, dang, they really do. You know, people don't want to call it for what it is, but but them black quarterbacks, they don't get no kind of grace. No, they don't. They don't. You know. Because I mean, you know, I mean, you look at it like you really think about it. Like I, I didn't think about it, and this will be my last point. I didn't think about it until I think about three weeks ago. I'm like, man, there's a lot of black quarterbacks in the league right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. You know, so a lot of times I was thinking like, so why is Jameis and K 
Cam being done like this, you know what I mean? Where mm. where you got all these other quarterbacks who just keep signing these deals as backups. Like I know Shannon Sharp keep bringing up Chase Daniel as one. And then you got like you got Matt Sharp still as a backup quarterback. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick he oh. the, sooner or later he's gonna be the starter every third all thirteen teams. At least one point. <laughs> you are not lying. You are not lying. Yeah, so that, look, he, yeah. Despite it being like so many black quarterbacks in the league, it, it's still that thing where they're not getting the same opportunity. Right. Yeah. And it's, you know, the, the NFL is very um, plantation ish. Plantation ish, but also they're very sneaky in their racist way. Yeah. It's very subtle. Yes. It's very subtle. Yes. And they think they think we don't see it or recognize yeah. it, but we do. It's, but it's crucial. Can, yeah. And it's it's hard to it's like it's like how Colin Kaepernick was blackballed. Like you can't prove that because a team doesn't have to sign you. Yeah. For whatever reason. They don't have to. But we know what it is. We know what it was. Exactly. So. All right, well, that was a good one. So let's skip our gears over here to the NBA. Um, as you know, the NBA season, well, we less than 30 days now. We're about what, 29 days from yeah. the start of the NBA season. And, you know, they starting off with a bang. You got the Lakers and the Clippers playing each other. <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, I'm excited about it, man. Um, well, you know, I know you have some reservations about it yourself. Uh, and then you have uh, Avery Bradley is deciding to forego uh, playing. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers end up signing J.R. Smith. They're talking about Dwight Howard's <laughs> on the fence. Like, it, it's just a lot of. Oh, he's still on the fence? He, okay. Lou Williams on the fence? Like, there's a lot of. Yeah, I heard about A lot of stuff to unpack with it. So I'm going to go ahead and let you get started on Yeah, again, and I, I know we've spoken on this a little bit before, and my, my point before was that. You know, I feel like they shouldn't restart the season because the season will be over now already. Mm -hmm. And I definitely still stand by that. But now it's like it's more because the COVID numbers are going up. Especially in Florida. Especially in Florida. And I I get it. We we, We know what the bottom line is. The bottom line is money. This is this is a you know this is a business and you know businesses don't want to go out of business you know but at the same time I think what what the NBA commissioner and other decision makers have to really think about is people's lives and well being and the thing of it is like I actually watched first take yesterday and Stephen Smith. Uh, Stephen A. Smith alluded to it yesterday. He said, "He said um, the players, a players, some players' issues will be that when their families can come. I think the family, their spouses, have to wait a little while before mm-hmm. they can join them, and it's like a three-week period. And so basically, the th- he was alluding. To- it's a three-week period. They have to wait to join them, or is it a three-week period they can be there, and then they have to leave." It's a three week period where they have to wait to join. Them. Okay, okay. And I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with them having to be tested or Probably. some type of protocol that the league has or something. But anyway, he was basically saying that 
the 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 players want a warm body next to them, and if the if their wives or uh, girlfriends or where or whatever can't come, you know, it's somewhat of an inconvenience. Yeah. And he said that that was part of the reason why they wanted it. They thought about Vegas, <laughs> and and I mean, yeah. Do I definitely do I definitely understand that? I absolutely do. But my whole point is. If those are the measures that you're going to take and which kind of are extreme to me, you honestly, you shouldn't even have it because yeah. it, it's like, why? What What's the point of uh, eight, basically eight games to finish the season and then basically an accelerated playoff that you, so basically we're going to be done within a month. And, wow. and so it's I thought it was going to October. You can take it. Say what I now? thought it was going to October. It, is it? Yeah. Oh, I could be. Well, I guess I guess I'm wrong then. I didn't even but and that's the other thing. So if it goes to October, when are you gonna restart the next season? Because October is when it will start anyway. Yeah. And I and I and so it's like and and maybe I'm just feeling this way maybe. because I'm so used to things being a certain way. And my wife would be the first one to tell you, oh, Jeffrey hates change. <laughs> I, and, and, it's not, and it's not even so much change, it's the change of the routine. I hate it. Yeah. And so I'm so used to, you know, NBA season starting around Halloween or, you know, late October, early November, whatever, even though I don't really start paying no attention until after Christmas. Yeah. But, you know, it's still a whole thing of, Wait a minute. We got basketball, baseball, and football literally going on at the same time. And, like, in their, you know, basically in the meat of their seasons. Because baseball, I know they have, what, I think it's a 60-game schedule? Yeah. So you're pretty much talking about two months. Well, guess what? In two months, football season's going to be kicking off. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be around. I really don't. I mean, I I don't either. And but that's and that's another point. Like, yeah. base. I mean, fo- football still trying to figure out what they're going to do. I mean, because I I don't see college football happening because of just school and kids going back and you know that whole dynamic of if the kids aren't going to classes, why are we trying to have a college football season? Especially if you're talking about student athletes. And I promise you, if them if they have a college football season. But kids are not on campus. You really gonna have to look at paying them then for real. Yeah. So, real. and I know that's a that's 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 a tree that they don't want to go up in the NCAA. But um, you know, just as far as NBA, I, I just don't think it's necessary. I think they're just so hungry for that money that they're gonna get, that playoff money, that TV money, those you know, um, not really ticket sales, but you know, it's still money to be made, but I don't think the NBA will go out of business if they don't crown an NBA champion this year. All right. So here's where I'm going to have to differ with you on this situation. I'm going to have to take a different road right on this one. All right. I think the NBA season should continue, and I'm glad that they are going ahead with it. And I know you said about, like, NBA making money, but you really think about the NBA. 
let's, let's break down the NBA. Of all the sports leagues, and the NBA is probably the only one where the players have just as so much sway as the owners. Yeah. Yep. And, um, you know, it's a partnership between the Players Association and the NBA. Like, this like this would never happen unless the, the Players Association agree with it. So, like I, like I said before, you know, the players, like, it's their way of life, you know? Yeah. It, it, ain't, it ain't just – Something fun for them, you know. It's in essence, they feel like that's what they will be. They will. They were born to do to play basketball. Basketball, ball, life for them. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they want to hit that court just as much as anybody. Because you know, especially, could you imagine having a job that you actually love going to, like every day? You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe you already have that. You know, I'm just speaking myself. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, well, like you would do it for free, you know. Yeah, that's and, uh, that's a very valid point. So you know, and you, you missing that, man. Yeah. And I think I think that's one thing for them. But like I said, hey, that that being in the bubble without without your uh your your woman or anything like that, mm-hmm. I know that's tough, especially for them because you know they they creatures a routine. So you know, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you know, get some tr- get some trims in the routine, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I, and I and I mean I, I definitely you know see your point and and that it is valid, you know. But I guess I guess the other thing I'm really looking at too is where we are in the season. It's almost like I would almost rather them if they're going to restart it. Which brings me to my next point. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Okay, I think it would turn out for the better. Because my number one problem with NBA and baseball is that they play too many games. To me, play too many games in the NBA. Yes. Hmm. Like so it don't take it don't take any games to figure out who really the best team and who the best players. I mean, the best team in yeah. the NBA. You so can, who did? So how many games do you think they should put out, or how many? What's the cap? What's the well? I, well, honestly, I think you know. Uh, Jeff, you're pushing me along here. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think they should have did the restart and they just went straight to the playoffs. Honestly. I don't think they should have okay. did and, 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 and you know what? I probably I, – I would probably be 100% in agreement with you if they did do that because – go ahead, go ahead. Take it. Yeah, and I would say, like, those teams that was on the bubble, I would just have them – have a, a, a best of seven playing series. I play in okay. That and, yeah. and, and I and and that's actually not a bad idea. But my I'm of the mindset. Um, the playoffs start wherever you finish. So if you on the outside looking in, guess what? You still on the outside. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. I agree with that too. You know, I, I think yeah, I, so. you had up until now. You had sixty games to distinguish yourself. That's what I'm saying. You had 66 games. And so, yeah. 65, I think most of them played 65, 66 games. So, uh, that, and that's not to say that there were teams that were on the bubble that wouldn't make it, but it's almost like under the circumstances that we're in, it is what it is for this year. So, yeah. I I guess my, my, my issue is really having teams that Will go to Orlando for like the Brooklyn. Yes, 
what are they what are, what are they going for? Like they're not going to, they're not going to the playoffs. You know, so it, it it's like you're literally gonna have teams that are going to play eight games and then they're going home for the rest of the quote unquote season. Yeah. So I so and that and that's really and without I guess I hadn't thought about that. That's probably where my disdain for this is because it's just like four to probably eight of these teams really don't we're probably because it's what 22 that are going I think so so out of the 22 so it's it's what 14 that go to the playoffs or 16 16 they they just need to have them 16 those top 16 teams they just need to have them go or you know the eight the top eight go yeah, from each division, from each conference. Yeah, you know, they, I, yeah, they had a golden opportunity to do that, and they didn't do it. Yeah, I, I, so I will say, I think that's just where the NBA dropped the ball with this "quote unquote" restart or finish, whatever you want yeah. to call it. And and as far as it going to the next season, like you said, the season usually start around like October, something like that. Mm-hmm. As far as that goes, like I said, I, I think in order to get things back on track. Then they should have a shortened season the next season, you know, and your question may be like 50 or 60 games. And 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 I think and and, and, I, and I and I just thought about it. I, I guess it's like in a sense, this is really like a it's almost like a brand new season because they've been out for right. three months. And yep. I think Giannis said last week he had he had a chance to fully heal because I think he had a knee injury or something. Yeah, yeah. He had like uh spray MCL, I think. You know, and, and so I guess this restart could be a gift and a curse um, because, you know, and it, it's like, <laughs> you know, guys like LeBron and, you know, your superstars, they've gotten to fully, you know, get healthy. But it's like you probably they probably won't be as fatigued as they would be had we yeah. gone straight through and yeah. it's like, you know, like normal. So. Hopefully, teams, you know, if they do actually go through with it um, without any hindrance, um, you know, hopefully fatigue won't be an excuse. Right. I don't. I don't think anybody will be able to use that as, as an excuse, especially when we get to the conference finals and finals and things like that. So. Yeah. So well, um, I, I, I like to go back to my point. About like the short season, I I would enjoy that a lot better because, mm-hmm. like you said, like I don't even watch it until like <laughs> I watch it. I watch it Christmas, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I start back watching NBA is like when it get close to the playoff when the seeds are really just you know you, you got them locked in, yeah. yeah. So I would say about what March, April, about, yeah, about That's, April. Yeah, that about April. That's when I started watching it again. Yeah. You know, and it's they still have to play a ton of games. Like right? yeah. so many games. I've started like, watch it until the playoffs. Yeah, and they really never they never should have made the first round best of seven. They should have really kept the best of yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because that that first weekend, it, that's the thing. When the when the playoffs usually start, it it's always on a Saturday. And those games mm-hmm. they kinda intrigued me because it's a game on at 12 o'clock on a Saturday and you really don't ever see that. Yeah. So when it starts, it kind of grabs my attention because I'm like, man, NBA game at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock, whatever. 
And so yeah. it just kind of depends on who's playing, of course. So, you know, that <clears throat> would definitely uh, pique my interest. But, you know, maybe that maybe that is something that they could hopefully consider one day. Because, you know, when you think about it, 82 games is a lot. Whereas in college, they play a 30-game regular season. Mm-hmm. And majority of their games are obviously conference games. Like, they have their non-conference schedule. But when that conference season starts up, before you know it, it's time for March Madness. So yeah. I definitely wouldn't say – I don't think they need to cut it in half. But maybe sixty to sixty-five or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I, I think that'd be great. And like, yeah. I, like I'm gonna watch baseball when it starts. Now, and and I might watch <laughs> baseball because it's only sixty games. Now, baseball definitely yeah, exactly. too many games. <laughs> that's, and that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna watch because it's only sixty games. You know, and yeah. you know, then we're in a situation where we don't have sports, so I'm about to watch every single Braves game. <laughs> and really? I, that's a, I haven't watched a baseball game in, in in its entirety in years, but I probably will be watching a little bit of baseball only because I'm like, okay, if the Braves can start out good, you know, maybe they can get some good seating when playoffs start, or you know, get to the you know, it's. it's I hey, I, they can have a good seed or bad seed. They have the, a yeah. They choke in the playoffs every year. Like, yeah, you, you got me. Like, you got that me. team, man, we killed the Nationals last yeah. year. Yeah. And, then, right. and, then, and that's what killed me the most. The Nationals they had a golden opportunity. Yes. The Nationals were in the gold, World Series, man. Yeah. And we were, we were giving it to them. Come on. Somebody yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me, I, I get it. It's hard being a – um. It's the only Georgia team I like, America. <laughs> <laughs> this I can attest to 100%. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, so I, I think it's going to end up being for the better. And, you know, I, I think but, so. And I, go ahead. I, and, I, you know, and I think, my, like I said, my biggest gripe has just been it will be over with. If this was if we weren't on quarantine or we didn't have to worry about COVID or anything like that, and so you just it's just that I feel like my routine has been messed up, and it's just like why? Yeah, so that you know it's a selfish side. Yeah, this but, this hey, this man is about routine. I know all his routine probably got messed up for a while. Though. This man gets up every Saturday morning, go to Waffle House for some coffee. Ooh. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm telling you, uh, <laughs> now, I haven't done that in a while, America. Even, uh, before, even before COVID, but really, uh, okay, yeah, I, because well, I mean, I am married now, but when I oh, was yeah, good single, point, good point, good point. When 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 I was single, oh, like clockwork. If it wasn't every Saturday, it was every other Saturday, and by yes. somewhere Sarah between tw- somewhere between twelve thirty and one o'clock. Yes, yeah, Sarah probably said, "If you don't sit your tail down, big <laughs> guess what I did, America? I sat down." <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's go ahead and talk about some current events that's been happening this week. I'm talking about this week. This week been like we had a lot of news happening in this little short week here. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a Crazy. lot. Of, a lot of punch this week. Yes, and. Uh, Let's let's talk about our friend Terry Crews here, and uh, <laughs> he put out a tweet, uh, basically saying 
that we have to make sure that we're not we're saying all lives matter turns into all lives uh, excuse me, not all lives black lives matter turns into black lives better like because he has family of all different kind of colors like that equal respect and all that you know if I may let me go ahead I, I want to dive into this first take it because I wanted to find something else of his before I made my point but you can take it yeah yeah I think I know what you're talking about because I found it earlier too Okay. But the thing about it is that's so stupid to me. <laughs> you see here, you're a black man, and you know he has a white wife, right? Uh, I think you she's see? black. I think I could be. I think she just light skin. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad, America. <laughs> we we'll get our, our crack staff on that. Yeah. But uh, the thing about it is, you know, you over here talking about. Black lives matter don't turn into black lives better. Like, who could possibly be saying that? We, 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 we're not asking to be seen as better than a white person. We just want to be equal for the first time in ever. In ever. Yeah. Ever. In existence. You know what I mean? So, what, he, he would have came out better. He needs to put the argument to them into saying, yeah. He would have been better off saying, "Just make sure all lives matter." Don't mean that uh, black, uh, that white lives are better. But that's 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 America. That's the world. Yeah. That's the status quo. The status quo is that we are less than. So yeah, if we have, if we have a movement to make us feel better about ourselves, even even if we feel like we better uh, we better than uh, the white people or any other race, then hey, I think we do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I don't advocate for anybody to feel like they're better than no one. Like I hate people who do that. Right. But, but we <clears throat> are so often cast as less that I think black pride is required in order for us to, to survive everyday life. It's hard being a black person. Yeah. You have to find joy in like minute things. Yeah. You have to find find uh, joy. It's, it's always been like that. Mm-hmm. Even during slavery, the slaves found a way to have some kind of joy amongst themselves. You know, I'm sure it was few and far in between, but they did it and it helped some of them to keep going on despite all the impression they were going through. Mm-hmm. And it's still to this day. And for this guy to be arrogant enough to say that a movement fighting for equal rights <laughs> it's on the fringe of saying that black lives are better. I, I don't even know how he can come to that conclu- conclusion. It, it's just so ignorant and so stupid to me. Like, this dude, man, come on, man. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go ahead. Because, you well, know, I, I, yeah, I go ready. I, I, I didn't find the prior tweet to this, but the the two key words that stuck out that I did remember from that previous tweet, you know, so you spoke on Black Lives Better, and I'm going to get to that too. Um, but he basically, and I'm paraphrasing, so basically he was saying that he didn't want Black Lives, basically he doesn't want Black Lives Matter to turn into Black supremacy. Yeah. Uh, that's an oxymoron all in itself. 
because I don't I don't know what black supremacy is. I don't Nobody know. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I mean, know what also thing we can think about is nation of Islam. But even still you know? but, but but even still and, and I I definitely get where you're going with that. I do think there are extremists extreme individuals within that organization and maybe some of their beliefs. I don't know what all of their beliefs are. But again, why do they feel like why did they feel like they needed to be like that? Because the black man, the black person has been down for how long? Four hundred yep. years. Denigrated so, from the beginning of existence. So even with you saying nation of Islam, I kind of understand. You know, but it's like going back to Terry Crew, Terry Crew's tweet. Black supremacy, black supremacy does not exist in America. There's no such thing. Can I interject I, real quick? I'm, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. Like even even with those, like even we can equate black supremacy to nation of Islam. Mm-hmm. Like the black supremacy focuses on uplifting the black, the black, the black people. And giving them better lives for themselves and helping them to have better lives for their family. Yeah. That's what black supremacy is about. It ain't about going out and killing other races yes. and, and, and eradicating them like white supremacy does. Yes. So, you know, black supremacy is really about liberation of black minds, liberation of, of, of black lives, you know, just in betterment of the community so yes. that we, we can thrive mentally and physically in a world that's not designed for us. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's it. That's, go ahead. No problem. Um, that's and that's the thing. I, and I and I, I definitely got where Terry Crews was trying to go, but it just it's just so ridiculous because, like I said, there's no such thing as black supremacy. And you hit it. You hit the nail on the head. White supremacy. What do white supremacists want? They want an America with nothing but white people. They want to eradicate black people. Yes. Black people, what we want, we want equality, but what we also want, we want to be able to do for ourselves. Yeah, we just want to do us. <laughs> we, we, we want to be able to rely on ourselves and not have to rely on a white person if we don't have to exactly to help us get this home. I would much rather go to a black realtor when it's time for me to buy a home when it's possible. Or a black bank. Or a black bank to put my money in, or you know, just we want we want to do business with our own. It does not mean that if we don't do business with white people, that we want y'all to die. Right? Not that's not what that is. So I think Terry Crews just went extremely left, and it. I mean, I just, (laughs) and, and I mean, it was so stupid. Those tweets were so stupid that they you couldn't do nothing but laugh. Yeah, and 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 the reason why I laugh is because I really was upset about it, and it was just like, why would you say something so stupid and nonsensical? Mm-hmm. Like, it come on, man. And it, I mean, and I don't, I don't ever want to dig too deep on a subject where I get off topic, but. We know we know Terry Crews have said dumb stuff in the past too, especially pertaining to Gabrielle Union, where well, he, he said something off base. I actually, I actually was with him on that, 
But maybe that's because of my bias concerning the okay. union the yeah. way. And see, you have to take the way you have to you have to remove that bias, Tim. You know that. <laughs> right, you know, I, I think I would ask you with him on that. Go ahead. My, well, just going to that real quick. We are talking about Terry Cruz. So let me touch on that. Yeah, go ahead. Gabrielle Union spoke about her experiences on America's Got Talent. And she basically spoke on how she was pretty much discriminated against. Terry Crews said that, you know, he basically said he didn't experience what she experienced, but he kind of took it a step further and was like, um, I, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing again, but it was just like, I know good people of all races. That ain't got nothing to do with your experience on America's Got Talent. Yeah, I think you know, I think it was all biased because I agree with you. you know, <laughs> see, see, and, and and that's the whole thing. And and I guess the only thing with Terry Crews is like, man, if you gon' if you he might want to just say all lives matter and get it over, with. pretty much. Or if you feel how you feel, hey, just don't say nothing at all, like because because you he comes off as a misrepresentation of black people. Yes, he does. So, and he helping them to misrepresent. Like we talked about last week, like it's like everybody trying to equate Black Lives Matter with like a terrorist organization or yes. with like like you said, black supremacy and things like that. And if you have white voices always saying that, of course, you know, you know that tries to become a narrative, but it kind of discredits it because you know it's white people who disagree, you know. But when you have black people who some of like chime in and quote and say things like that to equate a, a negative connotation to Black Lives Matter, you know, it, it really it, it kind of discredited the movement, even though it was just one black boy. Right, but that's the thing. It's, it's, not, too many, it's not too many of us in Hollywood, but because he is a black man in Hollywood, those, his white counterparts will, you know, they might try to take heed to what, oh, well, listen to what Terry Crews is saying. So Terry Crews is right, and he's black. No, 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 no. Terry Crews might be a black man, but this is not what Black Lives Matter stands for. This is not yeah. black, black Lives Matter. The movement has never been about, quote, unquote, black supremacy because there's no... And the thing of it is, white people know that, too. They know that there's no such thing as black supremacy. They, If they hear that, they're going to laugh. Right. You know, so... No. I, Go ahead. No, finish. You know, but but I mean, I was pretty much done. But you know, it's it's just, I, and that's the thing. I guess because he is a black man in Hollywood, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But his tweets put his foot in his mouth. Exactly. Like I don't even want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Terry Crews is spending. He's just spending less time on Twitter, less time worried about Black Lives Matter, and, and spending a lot more time. Find a better agent. He can play. He can have better roles, better movies. Like well, the John Heron. Like that movie was. That movie was not, supreme crash. I heard it was. And oh I mean, my god! You know, I, I haven't watched it yet, and I probably won't. That's the I, that's the movie of the twenty first century. Oh my god! 
I, I feel strongly about that. I, I might have to watch it. Just you know, sometimes you just watch movies to see how bad they are. So I might just do. I did it and I couldn't finish it. You didn't even finish it. No, I didn't even finish it. That's how bad it was. Oh wow! And you, the one thing you'll know about me is like, look, I watch a movie and I'll finish it all the way through just to like you know. Just to, just to see it through, like, look, I don't waste my time watching the rest of it. I'm gonna finish it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have this stubborn thing where I feel like maybe it's something in the movie that'll get better, especially during the pandemic. Because a lot of these Netflix crash too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so for me to just cut it off and say oh, I can't do it no more, it's like it's, it's that serious. That's how bad it was. Wow. Okay. Well. I still may give it a try, but I'm oh, American. Just for verification. <laughs> I, I want to give it a try just so I can hear how bad it is your, your okay. part of you. Okay, and, and, you, and you know what? If if I'm able to watch it all the way through, I definitely will, but... Artemis Fowl, too. Did you watch that one? Say, what's the name of it? Artemis Fowl. Did y'all watch that one? No, we have not watched it. And oh, yeah. Ever since you told me, I've just been skeptical. <laughs> Go ahead, like, Joe. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, like you know, we talked about five, <laughs> the Five Bloods the other week. I actually, I finished that last week, and I was oh, good, good. I was I was extremely um, I was actually kind of sad at the end of the movie. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. It 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 definitely kind of took a lot out of me. Because of you know the it was outcome. a trip, man. It it was, but man, you hit the nail on the head, head with Delroy Lindo. My God, like yeah. he was, he was pretty much flawless in that movie. Yes, he was. And I don't say that a lot about the characters and and roles that they play, but but you know what? He probably not saying he's had a lot of roles that were Oscar worthy. But mm-hmm. the a lot of the roles that he plays are just the fact of his name. You know, he should be getting a lot more. He should have been getting a lot more consideration for bigger roles that yeah. put him in position to win an Oscar. Yeah. He's he been doing it for a long time. A long time. Well over, what, 30 years. Yeah. Probably closer it, to 40. What made his, his acting so good in that movie is like, it was like a realism to it, like, you really believe that this character really exists. You yeah. know? There, there's somebody like, out there just like him that yeah. went through that. Yes, definitely. So you, you felt every, you know, emotion coming from him and the other characters too. Like yeah. um uh my uh because my other favorite character in the movie, you know, I I can't think of his uh name, but he played the guy that played on the guy that played on the wire. Um. She... Yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's been one of my favorite actors for a long time, and he really—I mean—he took the cake for me in The Wire, but he did a good job in The Five Bloods. Yeah. So you know, but but like I said before, even before I even finished it, I just like the cast that they put together. Matter of fact, the I other guy. The guy who the one the one who did survive at the end, the one with the uh, Vietnamese daughter, he was in the wire too. Oh, he was. Paul, yeah, he was. Paul, Eddie. Yeah, like so. And, and, 
<laughs> yeah. Like, I need, I mean, you know, I know how we are about movies and shows, but you got to get a wire a shot team. You just do. It's um, a show? It's a TV show called The Wire. It came on HBO years ago. Well, I'm gonna have to watch it, man. You know, it's a it's about the drug about the drug game in Baltimore, and it's but it's based on it's based on actual people. Okay, all right. You know, well, just get, get I got time. Yeah, you got time. You know, <laughs> and each each season there's a different perspective on drugs. Um, you wouldn't know this, of course, but your boy Michael B. Jordan is in it. Oh yeah, yeah. He was way younger. Way younger. Uh, it had to be. Yeah. So, and speaking of uh, the casting for Five Bloods, do you know I read uh, that Spike Lee said uh, he he originally tried to get like Samuel Jackson. He tried to get Denzel Washington to be uh, to be Daryl Lindo's character, and um, Denzel Washington's son to be his son. Oh my gosh! Uh, could you imagine? How good that would have been? Even, I mean, like they, it was already good. It was already good. Yeah, but I think I think if you do that, the Oscars would have a hard time not giving a a, a some Academy Award to a Netflix original movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and I like Denzel's son as an actor. He's great too. You know, dude, man, you still need to watch Ballers, man. I know, I know, I know. I, I need to. There's a lot of shows that I need to watch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's uh let's move on. That was a good discussion too. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about uh our girl Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh boy. <laughs> um, what's the rapper name? What's the dude name? August August Alcina. Yes, August Alcina. He stated on the interview with Angela Yee. Of the uh, Breakfast Club, I don't want to be like Webby, <laughs> be like Angela. <laughs> 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 like, Man, girl, y'all got names like a motherfucker. <laughs> but anyway, he had an interview with her, and she stated that he was involved in a relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, and he even said like Will Smith gave him his blessing, mm-hmm. which is crazy, man. So, yeah. So, like, what are your thoughts about that, man? I had a lot of thoughts about this. Oh, uh, before you before you go, uh, today, uh-huh. um, she gets you a statement to a publicist and say everything was absolutely false. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, and and I was going to touch on that. I um, I, I I heard the statement that she made, and I think Will Smith even denied the allegations. Also, and I have a lot of thoughts about <laughs> that quote unquote relationship or whatever you want to call it. And I got so much to say. I don't even want to go off kilter, Man, but it's, so it's, it's, it's like, first of all, let me say this. I definitely believe August Alcina. Um, me too. Me too. I, because why would he, why would he lie about something like that? Um, yeah. I'm, and I'm not saying it's for fame or anything, but people relatively know who he is. I mean, I don't listen to a lot of his music, but I've just heard of him. Like my brother was the one that actually introduced me to him, so I've heard of him. Um, he's not the most famous guy, but he's somewhat recognizable. But even still, I don't feel like he would have a reason to lie. And just some of the things that he was saying just makes me believe it. And then, like, look at 
Will and Jada's perceived relationship or marriage or life partnership. Whatever the hell they call it. Whatever they call it. They don't even call themselves husband and wife. And yeah. I actually I actually went back and listened to an interview, I think it was from two years ago, that Will Smith had. Mm-hmm. I forgot with who, but um he he said that basically they're so deep into their marriage or life partnership or what they call a life partnership. Now, there's no type of deal. There's nothing that's a deal breaker. So to me, that tells me that, oh, my spouse could cheat. My My spouse could probably even put their hands on me. But I've decided to stay with them regardless. Yeah, You know, obviously, it's, it's people's prerogative what they want to do in their own marriage. I, I can't speak mm. to nobody. Only marriage I can speak on is my own. Yeah, good point. You know, so that that's all fine and good, but and, and that's the thing. If they have a quote-unquote open marriage, which is what people perceive, why wouldn't Jada Pinkett have slept with him? Why would he lie about that? If y'all are known to be exactly uh, quote unquote swingers, or you know, you sleep with this person, or and I sleep with that, or they she sleeps with this person, why would he have any reason to lie? And you know, and just to go a step further, that's really my issue with their man. I'm just gonna call it a cohabitation. Um, that's Basically. my issue. That's my issue because <laughs> you're you're telling me that nothing is a deal breaker. I get it, but I think most marriages, if not all, they you have deal breakers. Like I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I can't put my hands on my wife in in a hurtful manner, and vice versa. Yeah. Because the the first time that happens will be the last time because we be done. So to say that there are no deal breakers in any marriages is complete and utter BS to me. Um, I mean, cheating, you know, I know, I know couples that will look the other way. <clears throat> so if you're speaking on that, okay, fine. But don't sit out, don't try to call this man a liar because he decided to basically tell his side of the story. Because like I said, I believe it. It could we could be wrong, but I, I'm I doubt it. I but I doubt it. So yep. I just you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and here's my thing. To, uh, you know, on two twofold. One last week on Unpopular Opinions, mm-hmm. I discussed America's infatuation with these BS titles. And just just naming things for the sake of naming things, you know. Shout out, you know, aka my boy NBA young boy slash young boy never broke again. And then, you know, we talked about we talked about all the letters the LGBTQ plus AA, yeah. Uh, I, you know, infinity. Okay, it's it's the whole alphabet. Now we get here. The, they 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 don't want to name themselves as an open relationship, but they say a life partnership. And things like that, you know, they, you know, you don't even have to, you marry. Like, we already have a title. 
America is a life. Well, I mean, you know, theoretically, um, you know, by his creed itself, America is a life partnership. Right. Yes. Absolutely. You know, so for you to recreate a name, thing like that, and then, you know, my problem with them, you know, look, like you said, everybody marriage is different. My problem with them is that, you know, with the red table talk, all that stuff like that, you you portray yourself as like the ultimate open family when it comes to relationships and any other thing to talk. Everything's on the table to talk about. They talk about all kind of stuff on the red table talk. So what's the harm is coming out and just say, hey, we we have an open marriage, an open relationship. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. If, look, is, is this what y'all doing? Hey, that's y'all business. That's y'all business. But don't 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 come here and try to give me labels and say different things about like, okay, we have a life partnership, something like that, you know. And don't, take, like, don't take me in circles. Yeah, don't take me in circles. That'd be real. You, you pride yourself on being real and being open and being different from most other relationships. You know, y'all whole family is supposed to be like this gold standard about like openness and progress and progressiveness. Right. Then just just be progressive and say what you are. Don't yeah. go around the bush. Don't deny. Don't yeah. deny what there there doesn't need to be a speech about how you define your relationship. Yeah. Or marriage. Cause guess what? In the end, y'all are still Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. She has your last name. Will Smith, you know what your last name is? Married. And homeboy, I don't think he did just just open up with just give confirmation what everybody always knows. Yeah. I mean, you want me going on red carpet with dude, you know, like I don't know <laughs> I don't know any dude in Hollywood who lets another dude take his woman on the red carpet. Done. It's a situation one what it is, you know? If I if I'm ever blessed to make it to anybody's red carpet, the only one that's gonna be on my arm is my wife. Nobody uh, yeah. You that's know, it. dude, I I can hit the lottery and I can make several investments become the richest dude in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can I can even get a sponsorship for the millions where Rihanna would have to escort me down the red carpet. You know how much I would love that. <laughs> but but do you think do you think my wife would let me go down that red carpet? Absolutely with, not. Absolutely no. not. Hell no. No. It, it, not at all. If I did, I'm, I'm, that'd be the last time I walked down the red carpet. Listen. <laughs> she ain't no joke. Just like my wife ain't no joke. Yeah. They don't. They don't play that mess. Yeah, well, that's all right. You know, if I did go out that way, you know, it wouldn't be that bad <laughs> <laughs> with Rihanna. <laughs> you know, you know, you're going with a bang. So, <laughs> oh Lord, I hope you'll listen to this episode, y'all. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, but just, I just like just be real with me, like just, you know. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with Drew Brees. He said what he oh. said, and like, hey, it would have been like it is what it is. But I'm trying to come backtrack and say something else. If yeah. you said, stand by what you said, stand by and, your... and you stand by who they are. Yeah, yeah, just that's all. Like, because because in the end, I know that this is a top talking point for our show. But guess what? When we're done with this recording tonight. Unless it comes back up again, we don't care. Exactly. Like it, it, it's define your marriage or relationship however you want to. But yeah, 
again, again, if it looks like a duck, walks there like you a go. duck, and quacks <laughs> like a duck, it's a duck. It's a duck. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, nobody would even be asking these questions about them. They the ones who always come on these interviews talking about, talking about they, uh, this person, like, she said, Will is his own man, and he can do whatever. Yeah. Yes. Say, you know, we we are together in this thing for life, or something like that. Like, they the ones who keep saying all this stuff. Yes, they the ones, yeah. They, 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 put, they, they put it all the way out there like that. Yeah, they put labels on their relationship. So it's only natural when you put labels on stuff, people gonna start questioning those labels. They're gonna start asking like, questions. What does it mean? Yeah. So when it finally come out, don't be kind of backtrack. Don't don't yeah. issue statements. Don't issue statements through nobody else. When other in other times you'll be on social media, be on your little show talking about <laughs> this and that, you know, about how you hated your mom because she was addicted to this and that. But you know, you know, so don't issue no statement through no public. Address it head on. Take it, take it head on, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. Like nobody don't care. Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, and 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 I mean, and that's the thing. Like, is I don't, I, and I know that when, when people say, "Well, if you really don't care, why would you be talking about it?" Y'all gave us the talking point. <laughs> exactly. Y'all did it. <laughs> you handed it to us. So guess what? We took it and we ran with it. Yeah, in America, yeah. here now. How how we are, however we perceive it is how we perceive it, but it's up to y'all if our mis if we have misconceptions to correct those misconceptions. Yeah. If you want to, but if you don't want to, hey, guess what? We're gonna interpret it however we please. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that was. A- <laughs> that was. A- I love that one. Yeah, well, it, hey, you know, day, man, come on, man, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm talking opinion, it ain't necessary, man. It's, it's... <laughs> you absolutely right about that. I was a week ahead of my time, wasn't it? <laughs> we put all these labels and all this stuff like this, it's unnecessary, yeah. you know. You know, yeah. let me literally spoke about this last Look, week. Like, hey, come on. at the end of the day, you can get a life partnership, whatever, it's like that. You know, you can sleep with whoever you want, but at the end of the day, get what? Y'all still married. Hey, <laughs> y'all, married. y'all, y'all. Smith is on the is is the names on those marriage. Yeah, on, on yeah. That, uh, marriage certificate until they divorce. You know, that's it. Yeah, I, I can see if they purposely got divorced and still stayed together. Then they say, "Oh, this life partnership." Yeah, yeah. You got me there. You got me. What? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, we through. <laughs> yeah, I'm so now. I feel you though. I feel you. Yeah, man. It's just, it's just ridiculous, man. Just for no reason. Yeah. All right. Shift gears. We got, you know, on the Saturday note, we're going to uh, talk about Elijah McClain. Um, you know, they've reopened the investigation concerning his death. And, like, I didn't even know about this story. I know, like, when we got ready to do a show last week, you know, Jeff talked to me about like as it being a potential subject, and like I, I didn't even know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. And like the next day after we did the podcast, you know, I, as a matter of fact, I think that same night after we did the podcast, mm-hmm. I read, I ended up reading about it. It came across my Facebook timeline. I'm like, hey, this is like so sad. Yeah, like 
you know, you can tell the guy was like autistic, you know, and different. Yeah. That it's just the fact that these officers they be in a little moment, and then they don't see people as human. Yeah, they, they just be in a moment. They don't see people as human. Like there's nowhere in the world. Look, I'm telling you, I've been in some situations in school, something like that, like where you know I have. You know, somebody, you know, spit on me and stuff like that, you know, and still end up having compassion for them because I understand what's going on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like, if we have to go through that level of training, then how come they can't? Yeah. yeah. I, you yeah. know, and I, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I think this is the third week in a row or the fourth week in a row. Well, we've talked about police officers and the training or lack thereof that they yeah, have. I mean, we even had a whole episode dedicated. Yeah. You know, and it, it just, not like, all these stories are sad, but this one just hit me different, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, this dude, like, he was harmless as harmless can be. Yeah. He's just walking down the street enjoying himself. And it's like the same thing, like, we can't go to the store, buy no no iced tea and stuff like that, and come home alive. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, and- the only race who can't just walk down the street, mind our own business without somebody bothering us and end up killing us because they stopped us. We can't. We literally can be minding our business and end up dead or sleep. Yeah. End up dead. And not like. It's not like just kind of going to Breonna Taylor. It's not like they fired one shot and she just got hit. They fired repeatedly. Yeah. And a woman is asleep in her bed and her boyfriend has to see her get killed in front of him. Yeah. You know, but I'm sorry, I'll let you continue. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean you, you're right though, man. It's just, it just pure horror. It's just horrible. That all these things are taking place, like, and this dude, like, it just hurts every time I see on my timeline. I just can't bear it. Then you know they got pictures of him in the hospital bed and things like that. It, it just, I I couldn't even look at that. Yeah, like, you know, I, I mean, you do all that, and, you know, somebody's distressed because you come out of nowhere for no reason to put them down, and then you automatically assume that they going through a million illness. Uh, you know, it, it shows the, the fact, the privilege that they have. Because they, they, they don't ever they never experience anything like that in their life. So they don't know what it's like to just be accosted. So, of course, you're going to be in some kind of distress. And then you giving them that ketamine and stuff like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and what really, what got me with the, the whole ordeal, um, when I did read uh, earlier this week or last week, uh, when they were going, that they were Reopening the investigation or reopening the case or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That means that, that does that mean it was closed? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like I, I don't. America. This is what black people are talking about with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. This had to happen for the case to be reopened. The, yeah. Like, why was it closed? I, I don't. For the life of me, I don't understand that. And I, I read. I didn't, I don't know if there's a video of the incident. I know I saw a clip of him in the store, but I don't know if there's a clip of him when they try to detain him or whatnot. But 
I read the quote, what he was saying, where he was just so apologetic. He was literally down the street from this house. Police are on top of him, you know, basically beating him up. And he's, he's apologizing to them for being autistic. Yeah. And it's just like, why does it even have to come to that? Like, something like that. I, I mean, and it's, it's just like, you had George Floyd. You had Breonna Taylor. Now you have Elijah McClain. And it's exhausting talking about this week in and week out with mm-hmm. our show. It's exhausting reading about this on you don't even have to be on social media to read about it. You could just be you could be trying to read the news. Yeah. You, you want to be checking your current events for the day or you know, the national news. And guess what pops up? Another black individual is dead and mm-hmm. at the hands of a police officer. So it it's almost like do y'all just want this to become the norm? This is what we're fighting for. So this is not the norm anymore because we've already felt like this is the norm. Right. And so it is is like you said, it's truly like literally sad because this young man, he wasn't he was what, twenty two or twenty three? Right. I don't even know how old uh, you know and and the thing of it is, I, I when I when I looked at the when I saw the video of him in the store, I was like, well, maybe they just thought he was suspicious because of the mask. But he told you why he wears the mask. Yeah. He he told you why. This young man literally plays the violin, and yeah, yeah, he was harmless. Yeah. He wasn't stalking anybody. He didn't. And then it was like, well, this man came into this store with a mask. Well, you know he actually, you know he bought the tea or whatever he was buying. He didn't stick the place up. You know, this is not yeah. a young. This is not a young man who's trying to rob somebody. He's super sensitive. He's autistic. He's, yeah. You know, he's different. Yeah. A, a young man got killed for being different. Yeah. And a he apologize right before getting killed. And for yeah. what? Well, on his, you know, he, like you said, he got injected with the ketamine and that didn't help. Right? They don't care about us. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's, look at it, like, on two two different levels. Yeah, like you said, the case of club. In order for us to get justice, we can't get it at the local level. Yeah. We either have to go all the way to the Supreme Court to get justice. Yeah. Look at all look at all the you know, the Brown versus Board of Education. Clancy versus Ferguson. Yeah. You know, you know, even you know the Jess Mercer case. Yeah, I, that's know, what I just thought about. You mean you had to go all you had to take all these Hit, hit court after court after court just to get simple justice that could be done at the local level for everybody, yeah. every, any other citizen but us. You know, is we it gotta, you got to appeal, appeal, appeal? Yeah, have to do that, or we have to just take dress them as like um, protesting slash riding and all yeah. that. Yeah, to bring attention, we have to do all that just to get justice. Where yeah. some people can just go to, you know, just go to the cop. With a situation, and then bam, boom! Most of the time, just the third white yeah. people. 
Like even even now, like these white people calling calling just calling the police on folks and things like yeah. that. But we are we the black people get questioned, but nothing happens to them. Yeah. They just get the issue of apology and just move on with their life. As as if, you know, that's just another day for them. But that's gonna be like <laughs> a for us. And, and right, and and you you kind of hit the you know you you struck a nerve when you said you know just issue an apology that made me think about Drew Brees again. All he had to do was apologize for whatever he didn't even say he was sorry for what he actually said. <coughs> yeah, he meant what he said. He just he's apologizing because he got caught in the backlash. Yeah, you know, and and we can't you know. We're not afforded that. I mean, like I said, yeah, Elijah apologized ad nauseum. Guess what? Still died in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And for what? Walking home. And then, uh, even on top of that, <laughs> it's just so many dichotomies. There's a lot of dichotomies <laughs> to that. Yeah. Like it happened in Aurora. The same okay. police yeah. who arrested the dude who mass, did that mass shooting in the theater. In the movie theater, yep. Yeah. That's him alive. Yeah. I think all these people, but this guy was just brought some ice tea from the store trying to walk home past And then, you know, he ended up dead. He can't even make it. He can't even make it to a police car, can't even make it back home or nothing. Yeah. Make it can't even make it to the police station. You know, and it's it's like even even if the officers do get prosecuted, potentially taken to trial, it's it's like I, I don't know. I mean, I just this is this is why black people don't believe in the justice system. Like yeah. you look at you look at Breonna Taylor's officers, the ones that killed her. The, the attorney general is catching all this heat, but I don't think he cares. And what makes that sad is he is a black man, but yeah. he wants to he wants to take photos, have engagement parties. Yeah, like great. You know, but he and and those are the ones that those are the types that Malcolm X said Malcolm X said we needed to be careful of. Exactly. All he wants to do is is advance his career. Because I yeah. believe he I believe he has White House aspirations. Yeah, at least yeah. And he ain't gonna do that to upset the car in Kentucky. Yep, that's right. A, a black Republican in Kentucky, boy, it don't get it don't get more Dixieish than that. It don't. Yeah, right there with Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Oh, please. And then like those protesters, they was protesting peacefully, had a violin vigil for him, and oh, now they are they are spreading. Mm-hmm. And. and it goes more to show, like, I was like, this police situation, yeah, it's it's real bad with black people. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, it, you know, it's a police issue overall it because is. those people, they were not, they were white people too, now. And, yeah. and you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just the police problem that needs to be fixed. It, it, you're right, James. You are absolutely right, sir. You know, on two levels, it need to be fixed with their treatment of and harassment of black people, and it just need to be fixed as far as their use of a sexist force and um, mm-hmm. not having de-escalation training or just basically like 
relatable to humans, being relatable to humans. Right, right, absolutely. I totally agree. Excuse me, totally agree. You know, yeah. we we can't help but be dehumanized. So, yeah. All right, well, that leaves it. Right. Now, it's, now it's time for the moment everybody be waiting on. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. So, you know, we got a lot of traction as far as like uh, unpopular opinion lab. We, I know you had uh, somebody talking to you about Tupac on your your timeline, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I had a couple of I had a couple of uh, people that had an issue with that. <laughs> so let's see, let's see what you got this week, man. Okay, um, I'm actually gonna go. I had to I had to go I had to go pull my notebook out. Oh, this is been good. You got notes. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, is it? Well, anyway, let me get started. I, I okay. I mean, okay. If, if you need time, I can go ahead and hit it now. No, I, I got it. Okay. We're, we're actually gonna go back to sports for a second. All right. Um, I was I actually watched first tape yesterday, and you know, you know, Max Kellerman and. Stephen A. Smith are are devout Knicks fans. Yes. Well, um, the New York Knicks, they are <laughs> absolutely overrated, not only as a basketball franchise, but they're overrated as a sports franchise. And the here's my reason for saying that. Do I understand that the Knicks they're in the quote unquote Mecca. Yes, yeah. They're in the they are in the media capital of the world. Totally understand. <laughs> so, you know, they can't help but be in the news um because they're the basketball team for that city. And I mean, I know New York to be a um a staple for basketball. You know, you got Rucker Park there and you know St. John's, I guess, was kind of a big thing at one point in time. But, you know, right. the, the Knicks as an organization, I, I think, you know, the, the last time they were, I guess, I, I don't want to say truly relevant because as long as your name is in the media, you're always relevant. But I, I think the last time that they were just their their highest relevance to me was 1999. They went to the finals. They lost to the Spurs. Right. Um, I mean, of course, I just know that was the last time that they were in the finals. And, you know, they had those quote-unquote battles with the Bulls and the Pacers in the 90s. They weren't really ever truly battles, if you ask me, though. Right. Um, you know, and I, I, I say that, too, because the, oh, this is why I also brought that up. There was a yesterday uh, from first take that when LeBron initially became a free agent before he went to Miami or when he was getting ready to go to Miami that mm-hmm. the, the Knicks were at the top of his list. Yeah, could I see. I, could I believe that to have been true? I probably would have believed that. Why? Because it is New York. But mm-hmm. we all know LeBron James to be a pretty smart individual um, and a shrewd individual in getting players to play where he wants them to play. Yeah. Or, or getting certain types of players. 
So I call BS on that because who was there? I mean, and again, again, I get it. Could he have swayed Dwayne Wade or Bosch to possibly go to New York? No, because Wade was under contract. Yeah. But, you know, Wade wasn't, Wade wasn't leaving Miami. Not in his prime. It, you know, and so I was like, Don't man, they, <laughs> there would be no way that LeBron James was going to, and I do understand that Carmelo was there. I, I do get that, but I just, the Knicks have always been on this pedestal because they're the media, they're the media hype machine, you know, because they're in that city. Mm-hmm. Knicks ain't won a title since, seven, what, 73? And it was just one. Right. They have one. I think they have one. They have one. Or, no, I think, no, I think they have two because I think Phil, Phil Jackson has a couple of titles with them. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, they got a couple. But I, when they won in 73, neither one of us were even thought about. Yeah, it's crazy. You, my, you know brother, what you my brother was one years old. He may not have even turned one yet. When the the last time the Knicks won a title, and my yeah. brother's birthday is tomorrow, he's gonna be—I don't care—he's gonna be forty-seven tomorrow. Ooh, so just boy. so so just think about <laughs> how long that is. So I just think, and and outside of them being in the media capital, I don't understand why the Knicks are even. Pop- they have a terrible owner, mm-hmm. um, probably probably the worst owner in basketball if not one of the worst. Definitely yeah. one of the worst owners in sports. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's like you don't go you don't go to the garden to watch the Knicks play. You go to the garden to see yeah. LeBron <laughs> James play. To see other folks shit I mean uh, you, uh kill him. <laughs> yeah. You 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 would go to the garden to see Michael Jordan put up 45, 50 points. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh. That the, the garden is not known for the Knicks having success. It's known for other people coming in and having success. Yeah, on the on the, blowing them out. Yeah, Can't on a night in, 50, night out basis. Hit fifty and sixty dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I mean, if you're just That's a bad, crazy. That's trash, man. It, you're you're a they're a bad organization in the biggest town in their sport. Because so, it's like, and I and I get it. You know, Atlanta's not. You know, poo poo or anything, but the you don't hear about the Hawks. You don't hear about LeBron coming to uh, State Farm Arena and dropping fifty, and then the next day Kawhi dropping forty five, and it being a a firestorm behind it. You know, this is the Garden. This is New York, and yeah, it's it, this is this is constant. But you know why? They're that they're that bad. Yeah, just that bad an organization. Yeah. And, and you're right, man. Like when you talk about the Celtics, the Lakers, they always put the Knicks in that water. And they ain't won nowhere near as many championships. Right. And like several teams have won way more than them. Yes. And you're right, man. It's just so overrated. And 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 it's it's like I get, you know, like you said, you got the Celtics. You you the the, the Celtics and the Lakers, they're the pinnacle. They are the cream of the crop. Even and that's the thing. Even Boston, like they, you know, they they had their down years, but mm-hmm. even their their slight run in the um, last decade, it wasn't truly a run. But they got a title. 
Yeah. They went, they went to another finals. And then it was like, it gave a lot of older NBA fans that nostalgia because they played against the Lakers in those three years yeah. in, that, in that run. So, you know, at least the Lakers and Celtics know how to build or get free agents to come. And that's the thing. You would think with a name, or well, it's got New York attached to it, where we can get free agents to come here just by our name alone. The biggest one that y'all have gotten the last 10 years has been Carmelo Anthony. And Carmelo is great, don't get me wrong, but there's a reason why Carmelo ain't got no titles. And I, and I love Carmelo. And I'm not blaming him completely, but Carmelo needed, obviously, more to be more successful in New York. But Jim Dolan wasn't willing to put pieces around him or the right yeah. coaching around him. I mean, they had Mike D'Antoni. We've talked about him before, too. He can't coach. <laughs> you know, so as great as a city as New York is, and New York is a great city. I've been there before. I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't live there, but it's, it's an amazing See, yeah, I stayed there a couple of summers myself. You know, and and so there's always something to do. You can't, you'll you'll never find yourself bored in New York. So that I, is I, true. I, I definitely get that. You know, I I, I got to give all types of props for that. But just that that particular sports French franchise, absolute garbage, absolute garbage. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there you have it. All right. For my unpopular opinion, I think I'm going to stay on theme tonight. Okay. My unpopular opinion is that I don't understand why there's ever been hype around Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> like, I have never understood why everyone was so enamored with her. Like, to me, she's not a dime. She's a fucking guest. <laughs> Even when she was young, mm-hmm. dude, I, I've never understood the hype about <laughs> Yeah, I, hey, hey, she killed in this set it off. That was a good movie for her. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But what has she done? I was there. Seriously, what? I mean, there was Jason's lyric, but that was okay. Yeah, you know, all the, reason, the only reason we care about her is because she married to Will Smith. Hear me, because she's in a life partnership. <laughs> and there it is. That's the only reason we care about her. Because we care about him. Yeah. If she had, if she didn't marry Will Smith, I guess that's the reason why she's going to stay in the marriage of life partnership, as they call it. Because it brings her relevance. That's a good. It would be no red table talk. None of this. She wouldn't have all the, the shows she'd be on and stuff like that. Mm. It, it wouldn't be nothing yeah. if she would have married Will Smith because she would have been the faded in obscurity a long time ago. <laughs> he has no substance. Now, look, yeah. I, I, hey, I give him that red talk, red table talk show. He's kind of good. I have, I haven't saw a full episode. But I've seen expert ex- excerpts, uh-huh. whatever that word is. Yeah, excerpts. <laughs> excerpts. <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, no American, but um, you know, so I mean, it's a good show, but the fact remains, she just she just started that not too long ago. I mean, come on, yeah, yeah, it's what a couple right. years old, I guess. So from set it off to that, like, what has she been doing? Yeah, like seriously, like <laughs> I, I I just I I don't get the enamor 
the America being so enamored with her. Yeah. You know, I, I don't get why she's such a big deal. Never have. And, and go ahead. And you know, and, and I'm kind of thinking about it. Let let me say this. I actually I agree with you. Uh-huh. And but I'm thinking I'm I'm actually about to Google her now. And the reason why I'm Googling her, I wanna um I'm looking at I'm gonna look at some of her movies. But I'm thinking about, you know, who she's been attached to. Right. Obviously she's been been married to Will Smith for years. But even in the early nineties, she was connected to who? Tupac Shakur. Yeah. You know, so it's it's like we know that they had a great quote unquote friendship or whatever. And I mean, she yeah. has had some pretty good um movie roles, but Framed by association. But but she's for the most part, she's been secondary in these movie roles. Yeah, name uh, name them. You you done pull them up. I'm yeah, like, I don't yeah. Give, give me some of her movies. So we got set it off. Okay. We I got, I gave her yeah. yeah. We got Jason's lyric. Never seen it. Oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's pretty good. Um, How was she in it, though? Uh, I mean, she was actually pretty good, actually. Okay. Okay. Now, let's talk about these secondary roles. Matrix, right. the, the Matrix movies. Yeah, yeah. You could have put anybody in that role. Yeah, she was, right. she was in A Girl's Trip. I mean... Uh, you can't I, put I Stop! <laughs> but but um, let me see. Nutty Professor. Um, you could have put anybody. I forgot about that. I actually love that movie. Nutty yeah. Professor too. We, we watched that no, last she night. Actually, person. she was in the. First she was the first one. She was in the. Yeah. But we watched Nutty Professor two last night. Um, <laughs> That's my movie. Boy. <laughs> she was. Uh, she was in Menace to Society. I mean, but like okay, you, I remember that was a decent movie. It was decent, yeah. Like you said, she was oh, low down, dirty shame. That was like her. Oh mm. my gosh! Mm. Woo! I woo! That movie was so stupid. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so <laughs> bad. Uh, oh my god! I I wonder if you remember uh, Demon Knight. See, like oh. Demon Knight was uh, um. Like a Tales from the Crypt type thing. No. Yeah, not worth watching. So, a lot of her roles have been like secondary. She has, hasn't, and she had that small part in um, Angel Has Fallen. And I love that movie, but you know, she had uh, four lines, you know, four lines, <laughs> and she was done. So, yeah, you know, she's got certain things to her credit, but. Nothing where you're like what boy Marion Will Smith and having children that more famous than her. <laughs> well, at least at one point. I mean, I mean, yeah, because I love the Karate Kid with Jaden. I love. Yeah, that. me you too. Know. That was the only good movie he uh, he did too. After that, he just turned into a crazy widow. <laughs> well, you like After Earth. Oh yeah, I did like that movie. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. I did like that movie. Sarah likes that too. I, I still have to watch it. Y'all both said it was good. You ain't seen it? No. I, oh. Who <laughs> oh, happens? He was good in that too. Yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely right. See, we didn't got off. We didn't got off. Uh, Jada just that fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man, man, her kids, her, her, her son, put a booty roll on. 
like you know, and that's the thing. Basically, like when your best movie role or best, yeah, when your best role has pretty much been set it off, that doesn't say too much. And then it's like you had three other women that were probably better than you, or you know, or at least on the same level as you. And mm-hmm. and you know, y'all pretty much had the same. Um, y'all y'all brought the same things to the, the to the table pretty much. Right. And, you know, I, I guess I've always thought she was overrated too. Like she's pretty, but you know, yeah. she's I you know, it's a lot better looking ones than her to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I I take all the other ones in girl strip over her, even Queen Latifah. Yeah, I agree. You know, and I've always found I Queen Latifah attractive. You know, Tiffany. Well, I, I, I can't say that. Now. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, I said not always, not always. Well, not all, not necessarily always, but you know, but in her, in give, her latter, in her latter give, No, you you got me there. But I give Queen Latifah a look before I give Jada Pinkett a look. You know, I like well, I look, well, yeah. like I look at Jada Pinkett and then I look at Queen Latifah. And then I look back at Jada Pinkett and then I look back at Queen Latifah and I look at yeah. Latifah a little bit oh, longer. Yeah. I don't have to go with Queen Latifah too. A little bit longer, just you know. Yeah. But but, but yeah, you know, I, I definitely agree with you about you know Jada Pinkett being overrated. Just overall, I mean, decent actress, but like you said, if Will Smith was not her husband, then you know we probably wouldn't hear too much from her. Exactly. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm with you and. And I guess in the '90s, you know, it was like, you know, of course we were younger then. Jada Pinkett so fine. I'd be like, really? (laughs) Exactly. You know, there's. I think there are a lot of, you know, back then. Even I mean, now too, you know, there's a lot of actresses that look better than her. So you know, she all right. She all right. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. Two unpopular opinions. Y'all save on that until next week. All right, America. <laughs> Y'all have a good yeah. one. All right. Until next week, it was a pleasure. Over and up. We dedicate this episode to the memory of Elijah McClain. Rest in power. at the same time all the corruption and justice the same